Amen, amen. Praise God, praise God. I'd like to first thank this um, Women's Day Committee in this season as we go about doing things a little differently and the coming together and how such an appropriate theme and uh, was selected and chosen. And uh, the very kind words, you know, whenever anybody stands up to say something about you, you get a little nervous, like, okay. Uh, but <laughs> praise God for you all. Won't you join me now and go to the throne of grace as the preaching hour is upon us. Gracious, almighty, everlasting God, our Father, thank you, Lord, for this moment in time. Your people are gathered um, in the guidelines of this season here in the sanctuary. And our people are watching virtually uh, in their homes. Bless them now. Uh, be with this your servant. Move me aside and speak in and through me. This I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. <laughs> the theme so... Uh, greatly and eloquently uh, spoken and chosen uh, appropriately for this season, trusting God in trying and tempestuous times. I don't think I need to title it any other way. The scripture has been read into your hearing, and I, uh, like you, during this last week of May have watched in real time and recording the unfolding of events that speaks to trying and tempestuous times. As if we have not already been in the throes of COVID-19 pandemic that has impacted our African-American community in magnanimous proportions that have led to fatalities more than any other group of people. And within the realities of this truth, we continue to face the truths of an African-American manhood presence in decline. The preponderance of our current health disparities this pandemic, fatalities greatest among black men. Truths, the weaponization of whiteness to exert authoritarian rule or an acquiesce to the self-righteous perceived power and influences that the Central Park Amy's of this day wield. Truths social media portrays before our already knowing minds, but with evidence before our eyes, we cannot deny. I can't breathe is not a mantra at gatherings of social disobedience, but the reality voiced by two black men. Eric Garner and George Floyd. Unfortunately, among a list of many unarmed black men killed by the police in the last five years. Truth. Truth. 
that impacts us as mothers of black boys, that impacts me as a grandmother of an eight-year-old and a soon-to-be six-year-old who spent the night with me Friday night. I cannot say that in this season that I am not concerned. As my grandchildren wake early in the morning and come down to get in Nana's bed because I can't get up that early. <laughs> and they come down and crawl in the bed with me with toys. I cannot say I am not concerned. I listened on TV to the mayor of Atlanta, Keisha Lance Bottom, speak as a mother herself speaking as a mother of a young African-American male, 18 years old, but also having the responsibility as an administrator over her city. And she strongly advised them to come in off the streets. Truth. Truth is what we know that brings tears to our eyes and drives us to our knees in despair. Truth is what we know instinctively, what Holy Spirit imparts to us. Truth is what we see that we cannot turn our eyes away from and pretend differently. Truth manifests within us hope. Hope is the precursor of our faith, and we know this. Faith is the assurance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. And on this day, this Women's Day, in these trying and tempestuous times, may we be encouraged in hope, undergirded in our faith. Draw on the strength of the past, the hope in the present, and the faith for tomorrow. Biblical women, Christian women of yesterday, God has purposed them and us all despite obstacles. The Bible imparts the story of the woman in the Acts, the 16th chapter, where we meet Lydia of Thyatira, an influential woman, the seller of purple cloth, a lucrative and much desired commodity of the wealthy. The Bible does not share great details about Lydia. We know she was a businesswoman, a woman of wealth, given her trade and held influence among women whom she encountered. But more importantly, Lydia was a worshiper of God. The Apostle Paul and Luke, having arrived upon their journey to Philippi, encountered her and other women praying outside the city. Organized religious practice of the day, did not recognize uh, unorganized or religion, and it was forbidden to worship were it not recognized. It took men 
to organize a synagogue, and at the time, there was no synagogue in the city. The Bible says Lydia responded to Paul's ministry of the gospel, and she and her household were baptized. She invited Paul and Luke back to her house. The church, now open, through her confessed belief and fellowship with the saints. You see, we know God's word says, where there are two or three gathered together in my name, I am there among them. During the early 20th century and during the great migration of black people from the southern United States, northeast, midwest, and west, Nanny Helen Burroughs, a Baptist visionary and missionary, founded the world-renowned National Training School for Women and Girls in Washington, D.C. She helped found an organization of leadership in the Women's Auxiliary of the National Baptist Convention, and among other notable missionary works, she created this celebrated Women's Day. Women, the church, confess believers, joining together, being the hands and feet of God, demonstrating the gospel message of God's love at work is the church. No matter the season, no matter the times, we are the church. I submit it is not a time to grow silent and inconspicuous or rage uncontrollably in the streets. The love and indwelling peace of God is needed more than ever. God is truth, and that truth resides in you. We need to engage in some truth-telling. Sharing the love of Christ in our actions to whomsoever God leads us. Our neighbors are close and need to see the God you know. Our estranged family members need the love of God you can bear witness to. In this season of physical distancing and challenging unrest across the states, We have already begun to be the church in new ways beyond the physical structure of the building. Don't become complacent, waiting to enter the building. Be the church in action today and actively reach out to others with the love of God in the ways that God has gifted you. The Bible says we are summoned, invited, predestined by God with his foreknowledge and our reassurance of God's knowing that we would say yes to his call. We have the comfort and confidence that God cares for us, desires relationship with us, Therein lies the trust that an all-knowing God is at work. 
He's at work for our good, we who love him and have been called according to his purpose. Our response is to trust him, to act accordingly when you trust and love God, you have his desires at heart. Your desire is to spend all of your life with him. To learn more about your great love for God and receive that reciprocal love, care, and attention from him. And on this Women's Day, can I speak to the women clearly? I'm talking about the development and sustaining relationship with the Lord. With him who loves you more than you love yourself. We remain connected to God when we have short conversations, little prayers all day long with the Lord as he works all things out as you surrender to him. As the Lord guides you and directs you into what he has purposed you to do. Have you had little prayers with God? Lord, thank you that you saw my need with the car repair today. Lord, I've forgotten to take my medicine now for two days. Help me. I raised my voice today. God told him everything he had done wrong, going back even further than today. I was wrong. How can I get him to see God when I fail to show him God in me? I told her no, but I could have said yes. Lord, I know my demeanor in the meeting was not as it should have been. It was not in the character of you in me. Lord, forgive me. Lord, help me this day to discern and hear your voice that I may be pleasing in your sight. Lord, show me how to be the godly matriarch to this family that they may come running to you. Lord, quell the rage and the enraged across the states. Convict hearts and magnify your love for your glory and magnification. Lord, why won't these people in this season listen and wear masks? In this 21st century of our country, there is much to say at this present time. As women, we look to the highest office in the country and wait the arrival of a woman for second in command of the nation. We as women press forward with or without fanfare and adulation of the populace. We always have. In this present season of uncertainty, the coronavirus pandemic filtering our established routines of worshiping and fellowshipping in the church building, we are not 
as those without hope. Quite the contrary. We are the called people of God who love God, who by God's grace are justified, glorified in his sight, obedient to godly wisdom to physically distance ourselves, but never are we not the church. Living, proclaiming a risen Savior who by his grace and mercy have afforded us hope, faith, love, redemption through the shed blood of Jesus who has made a way for us to approach his throne of grace boldly and petition him as Abba Father. He hears our petitions. He hears our petitions. Is pleased with our heart-filled worship of him and we stand at the ready for the unfolding of new ways of being the church sharing the gospel and worshiping with our time, talents, God-given gifts, and treasures given us from God. God is still at work, perfecting our imperfections, transforming us to Christ-likeness. It is by faith we bow before God, seeking him, Humble ourselves to hear God in expectation and hope for his blessing and a new thing he will do as we praise him, worship him, giving him all honor and glory for we are his creation, children of God, sheep of his pasture. We follow the voice of God and his leading. What? What then shall we say in response to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? I pray this day you are the receiver of seeds that have fallen on good soil. Amen. Amen.